Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Taking the, the Trash, Trash with Yibing and Ishui. We're finally at the very last two episodes of Singles Inferno Season 3. And it's honestly the most exciting two episodes ever. So <laughs> we're going to go right into it. We're back in Inferno. And Guri is talking to another girl and she's like, you know, I'm really torn between Minwoo and Minkyu. And she's like, you know, I think that Seun likes Wanik. And I don't know where this came out of because Hobbin is like, Wanik is on everybody's mind. His own <laughs> likes Wanik, Seon likes Wanik, everybody likes Wanik. And I think he's a great guy, but I don't understand why so many people think that the girls are interested in him and not other people. I know. It's so funny because literally nobody is interested in Wanik. <laughs> and the confidence with which Giri and um, Haben have that Sion likes Wanik is crazy to me. So when Gary was like, no, but Sion is into Wanik, like, no, I was like, what, that, what are what's you going on? on? Yeah. yeah, like clearly Gary and Haben is on the same wavelength because yeah. they have the same thoughts about it. And I feel like part of that reason is Gyuri is so into both Minwoo and Menkyu. She's taken both of these guys to paradise. And Minwoo and Seun has never, they've never gone to paradise together. So in her mind, she's like, how could they possibly be interested in each other? They it don't does know, make sense. Yeah, they don't even know their ages, their occupations. How could they possibly know more about each other if they didn't go to paradise? So I think she was just blinded to their connection, partly because of this, and the other part is because Wanik just talks to Seon so, so much. Right, yeah, like no one else really has a chance to talk to her, so why exactly. would she think that? Exactly. And then thankfully, the girl she's talking to says, you know, I actually think that Seon is interested in Minwoo as well. And she was like, what? Minwoo, what? <laughs> What are you talking That's about? That's crazy. They can't pick each other. They have them in a paradise together. Exactly. And we're almost at the end of this. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, she's like, there's no way. But this makes her reanalyze the situation and watch their interactions much more closely. Yeah, so the whole group goes down and they're walking down to the, uh, the beach. They take Polaroids together. And she's noticing now that Sion and Moonwoo are very close. They're talking with each mm -hmm. other, you know, a little touching with each other. And you can see on her face, Gary is like, oh, shit, I think they are into each other. Yeah. And yeah. especially at the very bottom, when Minwoo literally asks if someone can take <gasps> his and Sion's photo together. And Giri was the one who ended up taking the photo. No. Because Minyeon was like, I'm not good at this. Here, you do oh it. Oh my god. I was like... This has to be a bad moment, and I could tell on her face she was mm -hmm. very upset I agree. at the whole scenario. I agree. I feel like more than anything, she was just blindsided. It's not even that she liked Minwoo that much, is that she didn't see this coming. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like with Minwoo and Gyuri's interactions, they've always kind of missed each other with their timing. At the beginning, in the middle, when she picked Minkyu instead of Minwoo, and then now as well. I feel like their timing was just completely off. And then afterwards, Minwoo really wants to go talk to Seun. 
And on his way over to talk to her, like he's literally about to knock on her door. We see Gyuri come up from behind him and say, hey, can we talk? She just stops him in his tracks. And I'm just like so mad because Seon was waiting for Minwoo to talk to her. And, and expected him to exactly, come Exactly. And because he was taken away by Gyuri, that's why Wanik swooped in and <sighs> went in to talk to her instead. And she was so disappointed. But it, it just like... Uh, they, it was so frustrating because it was yeah. like the entire show. They miss each other. Exactly. And once again, Wanik is able to get in there. Exactly. And then like Gyuri takes Minwoo. And, I, and, I, and in some ways, I do think if Minwoo and Siyun both had more, um, more, more, more outgoing... Not necessarily outgoing, but more like forward with their like wants for each other. Like if Seon went ahead and tried to find Minwoo like Yuri did, then something like this wouldn't have happened as much. But she was just That's kind of true. waiting. Yeah. Whereas Yuri is much more likely to actually be like, hey, can I talk to you? Yeah. And like chase a little bit after somebody. That's true. So Yuri talks to Minwoo and... You can tell in her face that she was not having a good day. So Moonmoon's like, how are you feeling? She says she's not feeling well, which we can all tell based on her facial expression mm-hmm. ever since she noticed mm-hmm. that Moonmoon's not that into her. Yeah. And she, th- she asked Moonmoon, like, did you, stay, did you stay put? Because in their conversation yesterday, she had told Moonmoon to stay put, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. don't change your feelings for me. Don't, you know, just yeah. stay where you are. Yeah. And this was after their paradise date. And the very next day, she went to paradise with Menkyu. And that was kind of the time that Minwoo started exploring his connection with Siyun much more. Yeah, but even before Minwoo and Giri went to paradise, Minwoo already really liked Siyun. Yeah, exactly. Giri just wasn't aware of that. So to her, right. this was a 180 from their conversation yesterday, right. but in reality, he'd always kind of liked Sion and vice versa. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like it's unfair for her to say, hey, you stay put, whereas I'm going to go with this other guy to paradise, and I've had so many options mm-hmm. throughout this whole show. It's just so unfair, because obviously she's had four or five people interested in her. She's chosen two or three of them. Mm-hmm. But for Minwoo to... For her to tell Minwoo to just stay put and not explore his options at all is really unfair. A hundred percent. And so so she was like, did you stay put? And he, he says like, well, I wasn't sure how you, Giri, was feeling about us. So I did talk to Sion. And then he says that he's made a decision. And Giri is so pissed off that he didn't I say put. Know. She literally said, well, I don't like boys who are disobedient. <gasps> I was like, what? Disobedient? First of all, he was never, why should he obey you ever exactly. in the first place? And you guys were never together. Not an item. Like you went on one nice paradise date. Exactly. And she was so condescending. She was so rude. Like, yes. her tone of her voice was ice cold. Yes. But it was, like, chirpy, but ice cold, which made it even more scary. 
It was because you so know she scary. probably still had a smile on her face, even though you couldn't actually see her face. Yeah. Because where the camera is in the room, she's conveniently like her the back of her head is what we're seeing, but we're seeing all of Minwoo's facial expressions, and he's terrified. Well, I was terrified. Me too. I was like, oh my god! In my head, I was like, this is the true her. Like, yes, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised that she she let this out because I thought she would have more control. But clearly, she couldn't control her emotions, and I was like, this is who she really is deep down. Because at the beginning of the series, I was like, okay, she seems really cold, she seems really distant, and she's putting on this really fake smile and this like really beautiful posture. And I was like, is this really the real her? And then afterwards, she was really smiley and giggly, and I was just like, maybe that's the real her. But I don't think either of them were really her until this scene. I, I think she, she let all of the frustration out, but I didn't like the way she handled it. It was in very, very poor, not even poor taste. It was just like horribly handled. She even says like, this is all your fault. And this conversation went on a loop and a loop and a loop. I mean, I feel like she went a little crazy. She started laughing manically. Okay, that was so scary. Right? Yes. So she's super pissed, very cold, and then transitions to laughing crazily. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what are you laughing at? You know? And she's like, well, just leave me out of all your decisions then. It's like, yeah, he already told you he made up his mind and it wasn't you. So you're not even in his decisions. (laughs) I think the other part of this is she's never been rejected. And I feel like most of these people have never been rejected. But this is one of the first times that a guy is saying, you know, I'm going to choose someone else. And she's saying, well, because you said that, I'm taking you out of the equation. So I'm not choosing you in the first place. I know. It's like someone about to get fired and they're like, well, I quit. Exactly. (laughs) It really felt like that because she was so into him beforehand. And she's like, I don't know who to choose. Men were men cute. (sighs) <sighs> and I, yeah, I don't even know if she even, I know she liked Moonwoo, but I feel like she more just wanted the option of him liking her. I agree. So he, she also compared Moonwoo to Guan He, saying, oh, so because he said like, well, yesterday I was talking to Sion and Sion really expressed her feelings towards mm-hmm. me. Um, and then, so I understood kind of the comparison to Guan He and that she, she was like, oh, so you just like whoever likes you? Like, whoever expresses their feelings more. So I kind of understood the comparison. I think it was an unfair comparison. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't know, first of all, that Moon also really liked Sion from the very beginning. Yes, exactly. So I think in her mind, like, Moon had no feelings towards anyone besides her. And then all of a sudden, supposedly, Sion expressed her feelings, and now he likes her. I see what you mean. Okay. Because in her mind, she wasn't even aware. First of all, I mean, she's like Hobbin. She's completely delusional. (laughs) She's in her own world. She just thinks everybody loves her. Yeah, so I think that's what happened. But the way she spoke to him was very unacceptable. Yeah. I think she just completely belittled him. Was so condescending. And sure, he doesn't like you and isn't going to choose you at the end of this, but... You can still be nice and respectful to him. Yeah. Like Hajong. 
Exactly. She knows exactly. she's going to be rejected by Guan He, but she respects his decisions. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy to me. Yuri's like personality was really, really bad. And even Jin Young was was like so turned off by her and saying mm-hmm. this is completely unacceptable behavior. Mm-hmm. And I completely agree with him. And he even said that this is her revealing her true self. I agree with him. What can I say? Yeah. I and even too. at one point, didn't she take off the mic? She did. That was awesome. <laughs> it was it was a little bit hilarious. Like she took off the mic and then was like, are we, are we supposed to do are that? Are we allowed to do that? He was like to- looking at the camera. I was like, no, you're not allowed to do that. And the craziest part, honestly, the craziest part. So this whole time, Seun has been waiting, waiting for a chance to talk to him. And this is after she has a really extended conversation with, you know, I forgot his name. (laughs) Wanik. Yeah. So she has an extended conversation with Wanik. And that conversation ends. And she's like, I'm ready to go talk to Mm Minwoo. But he's talking to Yuri. And they've been talking for seemingly hours. So she goes into the room where Min Young and Jin Suk are and asks for their advice. And she's like, hey... What what should I do? And mm-hmm. I really love Jin Suk because I think he gives such good advice and he gives it to every single person there. And he says, I think this is your chance to go for what you want. We don't have many days left in our experience. I think you should just go for it. And he's like, instead of just being like, hey, you like go and do that and we'll stay in our room. He's like, hey, Let's go with you. We'll go together. Yeah. I think he was like, do you want me to come with you? Let's go together. Yeah. So that's yeah. like so nice. I know. Can you imagine going by yourself oh and God. trying to knock on that door? No. It's so scary. But they were behind her. They were supporting her. And because of that, she was able to be like, okay, let me just knock on the door and see what happens. So she goes up to the door. She knocks on it, opens it. And she's like, hey. How much longer are you guys going to be? Can I talk to Minwoo? And, oh my god. Giri says straight up, no. No, you can't. But with the smile. You can tell that she's smiling. But that's what's scary about it. Because she totally means it. No, and then the crazy thing is, so they she keeps going back and loops and loops. Basically, just demeaning Moo. like, I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you would do this. Like, you're a piece of shit, basically. Exactly. And before Seung went in, they had had this conversation for a long time. And Min was, was like, you know, there's nothing more that we can talk about, right? Mm-hmm. And Gyuri also agreed. And they were going to end that conversation pretty soon. And then Seung comes in. And they weren't going to end that conversation, yeah. but because Seung came in and wanted to take Minwoo for, for a talk, obviously Gyuri didn't like that and was like, no, I'm not going to let you talk it to him. It was crazy. Yeah. So selfish. But then right after, Gyuri says to Minwoo, well, aren't you leaving? Haven't you said your piece? Yeah, I mean, he wanted to leave. He's wanted to leave from 10 minutes he, in this conversation. He's been held captive for hours. Actually, you can though. you can see it on his face, and like, I felt so bad for him because he can't walk away and seem rude like he's walking away from this conversation. Yeah, when Gary's still upset and mm-hmm. like hiding her face, you know. But on the other hand, this isn't getting anywhere. Exactly, and I know inside he was like, "Thank God I didn't choose her. Thank God I didn't choose her." Like I know, I know. And if he had any inkling about choosing her, that is all over now. Oh yeah, because I think before this conversation, he did have 
some feelings towards Geary in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. And now they're all gone. All gone. Which honestly makes it a better break. And it makes it easier for him at the end of the day to choose Siyun yeah. without any regrets. Yeah, no, that was really uh, alarming. Uh, huge red flags. I would say deal breaker, uh, actually. And I know Giri apparently came out with a an apology video or something, which of course she has to. People are like, oh, I'm glad she came out. It's like, yeah, I mean, she's fake all the way through. Like, you think she wouldn't come out with an apology video? You know, like, let's recap. She comes out smiling, like you said, very forced, fake, in the fight with the girls. Same fake smile the whole time. That's when we first saw, like, okay, she's a little scary. This yeah. is a little robotic. Yeah. And now this comes out underneath. So yeah. I don't know about you, but uh, I will not be touching her with the 10 feet pole. No, no. I am scared of her. <laughs> yeah, I'm so scared of her. I cannot be friends with her, unfortunately. I'm just really happy that after that really long, drawn-out, difficult conversation, Minwoo came out and was able to talk to Seun because it was like a breath, a breath of fresh air because they were really cute together and he could finally relax and not be so tense all the time. And they confirmed their feelings for each other. They're so cute. I really felt like they belonged together. Like... Sion was so understanding, and you could just tell Moonwoo felt so comfortable. Yeah. And like, I don't want to say love, but in like with her. I know. <laughs> so that was really good. And I am glad that he talked to her after, because imagine ending on a note with Giri. Right, exactly. I would not be able to go to sleep. Exactly. And he also tells her, you have nothing to worry about. I'm yeah. going to choose you tomorrow. And she tells him that she's going to choose him too. Oh, I love them. <laughs> so cute. <sighs> so that's that on Inferno. Meanwhile, on Paradise, we finally figure out what Hobbin is. <laughs> I was kind of shocked about his job. You were? Yeah. I'm kind of shocked too. <laughs> so he's 31 and he's an actor. Okay, I... <laughs> I could not really see him as an actor. I don't know why, but maybe he just does better with lines yeah, than maybe. he does in regular life. Yeah. I, I would know. not have pegged him as an actor. I think he doesn't seem particularly perceptive. And don't you need to pick up on emotions? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like, you need to get into character, know that character's background and emotions. And usually actors have pretty good EQ. Yeah. And I feel like he, no. he doesn't. <laughs> observing anyone around him i'm like who are you studying like don't you have to do character studies and he's just such a weird character so anyways um so okay what i was so confused about was haban tells hajong you know i would love to talk to you in paradise because (laughs) i don't have anything to talk to you about in inferno and so she's like okay fine I'll take you to paradise, whatever, so you can ask me all the questions you want to because you re- you refuse to ask it in Inferno. And then they get to paradise, and she's like, hey, so what do you want to talk about? Or, like, what <laughs> questions do you have for me? And he says, you know, now that I'm here and I feel so comfortable with you, I don't feel like I need to ask you any questions. <laughs> what? He has nothing to say to her. He's not curious about anything. It's so bizarre. It is so bizarre. 
And, okay, I will also say they never had good vibes. No. So even when they were talking during dinner, Hajong made this comment about, like, I don't like to eat while... I don't like to talk while I'm eating. Yeah. So they just eat in silence. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, they talked about Guanhee so much. It's, like, all they talked about, I yeah. feel like. I mean, they didn't talk a lot. But when they did, they talked about Guanhee. Um... And also, Hopin didn't even know that she liked Guanhee. I know. Yeah, I know. He was like, what? Yeah. You like him? <laughs> I thought you liked Guanhee. Just kidding. <laughs> I think Hopin thought that she only liked him, like Hopin himself, because he she only gave out that one candy. That's what he was obsessed about. Oh, He was I like, see. oh, why didn't you give him a candy? Like, oh, I see what you mean. He just like doesn't, he's, oh. he's very concrete thinking. Yes. Yes, if you don't give somebody your candy, it means you're not interested. That's yeah. not how that works. Yeah, and I just don't understand ultimately why um, Habing even likes Hajong because they didn't talk about anything. He knows nothing about her. Mm-hmm. What he says he likes about her is his is her vibe and that she's very calming. Yeah, she's calming because she's bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell Hajong looked bored and pissed. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and then they go to bed, and I guess he finally opens up. Yeah. But he says all of these weird, convoluted things that's difficult to understand, and even Hajong's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. I'm going to go to bed. All his answers are so convoluted in a roundabout way, and there's no real answer in them. Because mm-hmm. earlier, Hajong had asked Hajong, like, so why do you, why'd you pick me? Why do you like me? Okay, his answer made no sense. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even that. try to explain his answer because no. it made no sense. There was no answer to his answer. Yeah, you could, he could have said like, oh, I think you're pretty. Oh, I think you're charming. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, none of that. He was just like, I don't know. There was just something about you that drew. I don't know. He didn't it, give a good answer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just feel like Hajong is too smart for Haven because I don't, I don't even understand any of Hobbin's like intelligence <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> I feel like, well, I feel like he can still be intelligent. I just don't think he can organize his thoughts or voice them very yeah, well. That's true. And even if you're intelligent, if you're unable to voice your thoughts, nobody's going to understand you or know that you're intelligent. So yeah. we might not even know that he, he's intelligent, but he just can't have conversations with people. Yeah, it's just also interesting because he's an actor. If he was like an engineer, I'd be like, oh, he has other skills. But I mean, maybe he does. I just don't know what they are. Because as an actor, don't you think communication is one of your (laughs) main selling points? Exactly. (laughs) Like communication, both verbal and nonverbal, both of which he kind of lacks. And it makes me curious why he's on the show in the first place. Because he even said that he's really bad expressing himself. And I feel like because he's an actor... Whatever studio his with probably said, you know, it'd be good for you to be on this show for publicity. Because they saw Sohee. Exactly, because Sohee was also an actor. But but he's not the right choice for this show because it didn't really help him. No. I mean, people know him, but they know him as this weird guy who couldn't express himself, didn't really talk very much. Well, he probably will get more roles, though. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> so it probably was good for exposure. Yes. Yes. So, but, yeah, I yeah. thought Hajong just didn't really like Hobbin at all. Thought Hobbin was a freaking weirdo. Mm-hmm. And, well, ultimately, she does say that she regretted 
taking yeah. them there. Because after they actually came back to Inferno, she was talking to the other girls and she said, it was really disappointing and I yeah. wish I took someone else. I mean, can you imagine watching that back as Hobbin and hearing that <laughs> and realizing how badly you effed this up? Well, the crazy part is, again, he had no insight into the fact that the date wasn't good. Yeah, no, he told the boys that it was great That's and the they talked a lot. And I'm like, about what? <laughs> yeah, he literally said we talked a lot. And I was like, no, actually, you barely talked. Yeah. So then we go back to the paradise date of Guan He and Hison. And they're so cute together. Oh. Yeah, I like them. One he even says being with Hassan feels like there's two years in a relationship, which, which I can is, totally see. Yeah, and that's so significant because I don't think he would say that about anybody else Definitely on the not. island. You mm-hmm. can tell he feels the most comfortable and relaxed around Hassan. And he even asks Hassan if she sees being with him like as a reality out in the real world after this is over like can you see us working out after this like do you think we can do this and how is that going to be feasible and he just like wants so much validation and i'm glad that they talk about it and she gives him the validation and they even talk about what they're gonna do for their future even though us as the audience, we don't see their entire conversation, but they allude to that conversation afterwards when they're back in Inferno because Hisson even talks about, you know, we talked about our future at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the hosts of the show, I forget what they're called, the panel, they keep referring to Guanhee as the if man. Yes! Because he proposes... If boy! If boy, yeah. Because they propose. He's always like, well, if this were to happen, what would happen next? If this were to happen, if you could turn back time, would you take back the one in Paradise State? Jesus. You know? I love that nickname, though, the if boy, because he's not a man. He's a boy. If boy. Yeah, they called him the if man, and then they were like, no, No, the if boy. boy. (laughs) Even though he's old enough to be a man. Exactly, exactly. And I love how, like, not just self aware Hison is, but she sees right through Guan He. And she still likes him for who he is because she even says, you know, he's a little bit pathetic, right? Yes. And not even in a mean way, but in a way that's really endearing. Like, you know, he's a little bit pathetic, but I still really like him. She said it like while smiling and laughing and you can tell she likes him, but she's like, I'm not sure, but he's a little pathetic. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And the entire panel agreed with her. They're like, we know what you mean, girl. We know exactly what you mean, yeah. <laughs> I do think Wanhee is very sweet because he does give the last mango to her. Mm-hmm. And he does say, like, oh, this is, moment is so great. Like, I want to keep this as a memory forever. I wish I could take a photo of us. Yeah. That's cute. I thought that was really sweet. It's cute. And then right next door... <laughs> We have Minkyu and Minji. And Minji is miserable and poor Minkyu is just a shoulder to cry on. Oh, Minkyu is such a good guy. I know. And then cut to the infamous helicopter ride back to Inferno. And for some reason, of course, they're sitting in the same exact position as before. So Hisan, Guanhee, Minji is sitting right next to Guanhee. And then Minkyu's next to Minji. And I noticed Minji did look at Guanhee, but thankfully did not poke him or try any, you know. Yeah, but I think she, like, looked at him and had, like, 
some longing for him and was wanting him to look at her. Well, Guan He did lean over to her and say, don't talk to me. <laughs> like as a joke, I think, right? <laughs> I thought it was yeah, a Yeah, but I think way. she got really hurt from it. She was like, aw. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, at least he acknowledged her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she also like tries to be like pretty touchy with him. Like even though they're not talking, she kind of like tries to rub shoulders with him or like mm-hmm. trying to lean on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, and then back in Inferno, we we learn that Hajon shares with the girls that she seriously regrets picking Hobin. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hobin is telling his boys that he had a great date. Yeah. It was so he relaxing. tells them, <laughs> you know, we didn't even have to talk. Because it was so comfortable. <laughs> the vibes just went through us. Oh my gosh. I was like, uh, okay. And then Minji gets the dirt on Guan He and Hisan's date. Because this is the most important thing. Yes. She needs to know if they went into the hot tub. Yeah. And she didn't outright ask this, but Hisan kind of just shares yeah. it. You know, it was a really great day. We went into the hot tub, and Minji looks really hurt when she said that. I think she clarified wait, you guys went to the hot tub? <laughs> yeah. Because she specifically told Guan He that he is not allowed to go into the hot tub with another girl. Whoops. She, she looked like she was going to cry. I know. And meanwhile, Minku is being such a good wing wingman for Minji. Yeah, and he promised Minji, you know, when we go back to Inferno, I'm going to be your wingman. I'm going to tell Guan He everything. The fact that we were just like siblings and you cried. I will tell him everything. I promise. And he really did hype her up to Guan He. Yeah. Because he was like, you know, Minji really liked you. Mm-hmm. And Guan He says that he decided on his song. Yeah. And even shares how Minji's actually closer to his ideal type. But he thinks that when he's thinking about marriage, he'd go with Hisong. Okay, that really pissed me off. Why? You know, there's this whole thing about guys wanting to just be intimate with somebody, but not marry them. And then, like, oh, this girl's marriage material, but this girl is just good for a one-night stand. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I was confused about what he even meant like, when he said he's like, that. Oh, she's like my ideal type. Yeah, like, I, I would like, take her home with me kind of thing. But his son is somebody I would marry. Like, that... Okay. I just, like, didn't like how he said that. Like, why wouldn't your ideal type be the person that you want to marry? I know. That makes no sense. Yeah, I thought maybe he meant, like, Oh, Minji is someone that I thought would be my ideal type, but I actually <laughs> like his like more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But the way he said it didn't make it feel like that. No. He was just like, oh, I really like both girls. But if yeah. I were to categorize them, this is how I would categorize them. Yeah. And then also, Guan He is also, he didn't even notice Minji was next to him crying on the helicopter. No, of course not. I think he was trying his best to ignore her. Yeah. Which makes sense because he was on a date with another girl, woman, whatever. Yeah. And I think he was still a little bit like angry at her for picking Menkyu in the first place. That's true. So he was really trying to give her the cold shoulder. 
But he does give good television because nobody really knows what he's up. He's like a wild card, even till the end. He does give good television. He was right in the sense that he made the season. He did. Because then they all go play in the water in Inferno. Mm -hmm. And Minji was like, oh, I can't go. I don't have the right shoes. And Guan, he offers her his shoes. I know. And I was like, wait, he does like her. I'm so confused. I know. And the fact that Menkyu told Guan, he, that Minji cried over him, I think changed Guan, he's tune because initially he came back with Hisan and I think he was pretty set on choosing Hisan yes. but then hearing that Minji cried over him he is starting to have a change of heart again you could see it like in his face time. Yes. he's like wait she cried over me yeah Hisan she like cry over yeah, me yeah she likes me this much yeah Yep. God. So I really didn't really know I was like I think he'll pick Hisan but like who knows because he's so easily swayed yeah, jeez. Honestly, there was one point where I think he at some point talks to Menji, and he's like, you know, in the helicopter, I just felt like I was leaning towards you. You know, like I was ignoring you, but I felt I was gravitating towards you. I just felt a pull towards you. And all the commentators were like, oh, we're please, over this. we're over you. Yeah. And I really like the female commentator. Her name is Dahi. And she just says what everyone is thinking. Oh, I love her. She's the best. She, like, can totally see through him. But she basically says, he is the worst. (laughs) And I love it. And she's, like, not even joking. Because everybody is just laughing. She's, like, deadpan. She's serious. And everybody else is, like, laughing. And, you know, like, oh, again, this is, like, the if boy again. But he's just, like, no. It's also frustrating for them because it's, like, well, for everyone, because it's like the 10th scene where he does the exact I same thing. I know. It's like, what else can we say about it? We've already shared all our thoughts. I know. So. Anyways, finale time. And also, like, Minji is so, is so sure. I don't know why. I but- know. You would think after realizing that someone, like, ignored you in a helicopter. But I think it's because they talked after. Yes, because they had a private conversation and Guanxi kind of flipped the table and yeah. really made her feel reassured. Yeah. And so Minji tells other girls, like Seun and other people, and she's like, you know, I think that Guanxi will choose me. Well, he does keep telling her, you're my ideal type. Yeah. Like, what and else can that when, mean? Exactly. When someone tells you that, of course you're going to think they're going to choose you. Like, yeah, how like, can you're they my not ideal choose? type, but I actually don't like you. I, <laughs> no what? one's heard that. What? And I do think she seems pretty smug about it. And part of the reason is that Guan He is liked by so many people. Yeah. And to be the person he chooses at the end, of course, you're going to feel a little bit smug. Yeah. But she is prematurely being so smug. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Okay, finale time. Whoa, finale! Okay, so first up, Min Young and Jin Suk talk, and they. They basically tell each other we're set on each other. Yeah. No surprise. I really like them now. Like, I know there was a... I hated them for a long time. Mostly because Minyoung was so annoying about the whole Junsuk situation. But now I'm back on board because she seems... After that whole, like, Minji stirred up their drama, mm-hmm. Minyoung was a lot more likable after. Yes. So I like her now. Yes. <laughs> I love them. They're so cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then Guanxi and Hajong talk, and they're in a table outside with a couple of other people. And Hajong basically tells Guanxi again, 
you know, go explore other people, and I hope that you'll come back to me at the end. I know. I know. And she's the Lulu, but. Well, I think she knows the truth, though. Yes, yes. And then Gwanhee says to her, I loved you once. Ah, it's so heartbreaking, though. But, but I, I think feel it's also like, reassuring. Yes. It's like our, my feelings for you and what we felt at the beginning when we first met in that mm-hmm. car mm-hmm. were so real and I felt a real connection with you. Exactly. That I no longer feel. <sighs> I'm glad he didn't lead her on. Like it's he heartbreaking, could have. but it's also closure. I know. And I feel like he's someone who doesn't really give closure very easily. Yeah. So I'm really glad that at least he said that to her and she felt closure from that conversation. Because I felt, I felt like she's, you know, she was really satisfied. And she's like, yeah, I'm not crazy. We had that connection before. And I'm glad that he felt the same thing that I felt at that yeah. moment. Oh, I know. She cried. Yeah. And then, I mean, this is the last day. So the announcers say, you can go talk to anybody that you want to. And I remember last season when they made the announcement, all the guys stood up and ran (laughs) to the girl of their choice trying to talk to them. But this season, it was like the exact opposite. It was was hilarious. And Guan, he's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Because the two (laughs) girls I'm interested in are in the same tent. Yeah. He can't just go in and pick one of them out because they're both going to look at him. Right. And it's so funny because Hisan and Menji are both staying in their room because they both want to be asked by Guanhi first. And it's like a cold war in there. It is. And it's so interesting because they know that Guanhi wants the girl to make the first move. But I yes. think at this point, they're like, this is the end. We've made so many first moves. It's finally time for him to show us who he likes yes. the most. And his son's like, yeah, there's nobody that I need to talk to today. That's I'm true. just going to stay put. Yeah. But Minji is not saying the same thing. And obviously she wants to talk to Guan He. It's so obvious. It's plastered on her face. I mean, I think they both want to, but yes. Minji probably more. Yeah. And it's so funny because his son's like, you know. <laughs> Minji, you should talk to Wanik. <laughs> so funny. I was like, is this a dig? No one likes Wanik. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. And then finally, Guan he asked Minwoo to please be a bro mm-hmm. and distract one of them. <laughs> yeah, which he's is like, so smart. Yeah, he's like, can you just go in there and like talk to one of them, and I'll lure the other one out. Can you just can you just wait? Do me I the thought he specifically favor? wanted Minwoo to talk to his song so that he could talk to yes, his song. Yes, to Min to Minji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh, I thought it was to his song. I guess I misunderstood. You yeah. thought he wanted them out so that he could talk to the other person, but I thought yeah. he wanted him to bring out the other girl for him. Oh, <laughs> I see. I mean, whatever, yeah, whatever Min Woo did worked. Yeah. And Minji took the first opportunity to get out of that tent because Min Woo came in and he's like, hey, how are you guys doing? Can I talk to you guys? And Minji's like, oh, you two, you guys talk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. You guys can have your alone time. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna find Guanhee. I'm gonna go find Guanhee. I mean, she doesn't say that, but yeah. it's so obvious. Right. And so she comes out of the tent, and obviously Guanhee is there, and Minji and Guanhee finally talk. 
And Guan He immediately just asks if Minji is actually into him. I'm like, oh my god, you just heard that she cried over you in the helicopter. And you want to know if she is into you? Because she picked Minku oh instead god. of Jinsuk? Yeah. Yeah. And then she cries again. She's like, I can't believe that you don't understand my feelings. Even after I wrote you the letter that oh, yeah, no the one. Poem? Exactly. Letter, There's no yeah. one else for me and you still don't believe me. And she starts crying. And I mean, I'm tired of Guan He. The hosts are tired of Guan He. They also call him now a Mobius strip. <laughs> <laughs> they have so many like clever names for him. I know. God. And of course, Guan He says that he has feelings for Minji. It's like, okay, whatever. I'm over this. Yes, exactly. Who knows? I am over it as well. Ugh. Next, Minku and Giri. <sighs> so after Giri's outburst at Minwoo, I'm so over her. And I just think nobody on this island should have to be with her. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Minku doesn't know about it's that whole It's one of blowout. the best guys. Yeah, Minku. Because he wasn't... In Inferno at that time, he was in paradise trying to comfort Minji. I know. And he doesn't deserve his fate of being with (laughs) Giri. But anyways, it sounds like they're going to be together. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, Guan He is like, okay, I really need to talk to Hison. And she, well, he pokes his head over at his tent and I think this is the most hilarious scene because she is in her tent, but there are three other guys in her tent too. They're all talking to her. Like, Minwoo's there, Jinsuk's there, maybe Wanik is in there too. I forget who else is in there, but it's just her and literally every single other guy is in there just talking to her. And Guanhi just like poking his head like, hey, I like, can I, can I talk to her? And all the guys know. So yeah. she goes out mm-hmm. and they... Uh, sit outside at the table. Oh, this was iconic. Yeah. This this whole conversation was great. This was the most insane and amazing conversation I've ever heard in reality TV. Literally ever. <laughs> and so basically, Guan He is being Guan He. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, so, you know, we had a really good time in paradise. And... Even though we've had a good time, I still haven't really made up my mind. And, you know, I talked to Minji and she really says with conviction, like no one else, that she just really, really likes me. And nobody else has really said that to me before. And in my head, I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you me? kidding me? Every girl who's liked you has has been, has blinders on. Hajong has been so loyal to you. Hasn't even looked at anyone else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, she went on that one date with Wanik, who, by the way, she had told him earlier in the conversation she regretted going to paradise with Wanik. Exactly, exactly. And she said afterwards she never really liked him. You know what I mean? She's always only liked Wanhee. They've made this explicitly clear. Yes. So They've had that conversation so many times. I know. And she provided so much reassurance. They even talked about that their future. Right. And he's still like, oh, the only person who has told me that they even remotely like me is Minji. Nobody else has <laughs> ever said anything. Nobody else even likes me. Everyone hates me. Everyone hates me. <laughs> I was so frustrated when I, I heard was that. I was so frustrated. I was like, do you hear yourself? Do you remember all the conversations you had? Or do you only remember the most recent one? And you can you can tell 
in Hison's head, she was going through something similar. Yes. Because her face, she's usually very smiley and happy. Yes. She was not smiling. She was deadpan. Yeah. She was not smiling. And I love that the producers and editors didn't cut the scene at all. They actually panned out. So we could feel the silence. We could feel the wheels turning in Hison's head. And Guan He was so nervous, he couldn't even look at her. Well, that he, happens a lot. Yeah, but like <laughs> she didn't stop making eye contact with him. She was looking at him the entire time while thinking, and that made him so nervous. And he looked away, and he even had like a big gulp, like, oh my god, what is happening? What is going on? And finally, after a good 20, 30 seconds, she says, then go with Minji. Yeah, I don't want to be with someone who's unsure. Yeah. And of course, then Guan He says, well, it's not that I'm unsure. Uh, that's what you just no, said. No, that's exactly what you just said. He like backpedals so, so quickly. Hard. And he was like, well, it doesn't mean that my feelings have changed. <laughs> and then she laughed out loud. And that took me by surprise, too, because she was so serious. And then all of a sudden, she was back to her like normal, happy self. I, I think like, that was the part where it was the difference between Hison and Hajong. Because... Hajan's previous conversation with Guan He, she was spitting truth. Yes. She was spitting a lot of truth, but they didn't end on a good note. Because he couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. They ended on a really bad note. Whereas in this case, his song was also spitting truth. And she's like, just go with Menji then. I don't want to be with someone who's still unsure yeah. after we talked about our future. If you like her that much... And having one conversation with her would change the whole course of things. And obviously, we shouldn't be together. And I was like, you're right. A hundred percent. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's when he was like, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. That's not that's what not- I mean. That's not what I mean. That's <laughs> totally like- not what I mean. <laughs> he was he like, was- wait, I was just looking for more validation. <laughs> I just want validation. <laughs> I didn't want this to happen. No, I just want validation. <laughs> Say you like me, please. <laughs> and so I think they did end on a good note. Yeah, I was also surprised that she was able to laugh. And I think partly it's because she just knew that he was this kind of person. And to not be so harsh on him, like Yuri was to Minwoo. And I don't think she was like, like, you're the worst person in the world. It's just like, this is the reality of the dating show. And this is you. Yeah, and because she laughed, it broke the ice. And yes. they ended on such a good note. Even though it was so tense in between. It was so tense, like, right before. I was like, this is weird. But her laughter wasn't a creepy laughter. Like no, Judy's. no. It was like a real laughter. It was laughter. her real laughter. It and she even me, asked him afterwards, did I make you nervous? And yeah, <laughs> she made him very nervous. Yeah, you should just bumped your head. <laughs> I, know, I was like laughing so hard. Oh my god. Anyways, I just thought that was like the best conversation ever, and I just love how Hassan takes time to gather her thoughts before speaking. Yeah, I mean it's a very good point. Like if you're not sure at this point, go with Minji. Exactly. Exactly. And she meant it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a trick. It was mm-hmm. like, no, you should go with Minji. Exactly. And then later in the night, they have their bonfire. The last one of Inferno. These bonfires are such a good bonding experience yeah. for the whole group. I know. So Minji, I noticed, sat next to Guan He. Of course. And 
Hisal noticed it too. Yep. She even said in her individual interview that she was not going to interfere. She was actually happy that they sat next to each other because she can then look at them and see how they're interacting and kind of just, you know, if she needed help making her decision, she can just observe and see what's going on. I also um, thought she, even though they ended on a good note, I felt like she had some coldness towards Guanhee that she didn't before. Yes. Based on the bonfire convos. Yes, yes. Because even before, she's like, you know, I've explained the Vonik situation enough, and I'm not going to explain that anymore. Yeah. And I'm not going to give you any more validation. Yes. And I just, I just loved it. I just love that she said all of those things. Yes, we'll get into it. So first they talk about their ages, because up until now, unless you went on a paradise state, you don't know their ages. Um, so... Oh, so of course. Okay, the major thing is Minwoo and Seon don't know each other's ages. Yeah. <laughs> even though they like each other so much. I know. And... Sion is shocked to know that Moonmoo is not, is younger than her. Yeah, he is 24 and she's 27. And she's like, oh my god, I can't believe this. But then but, she's like, I'm okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> Min was like, oh, I like older women. He did say that from the very beginning. <laughs> which is probably why they brought him on the show, because he's one of yeah. the youngest. So. Yeah. Ugh. And then they do ask Wanhee too if he's made up his mind mm-hmm. and he says he's not there yet mm-hmm. and they pan a hiss on who looks confused and i was confused mm-hmm. like you still don't know really and then okay this is the point where i thought his was still holding a little grudge towards guan he mm-hmm. because guan he asked his so what moment would you rewind to if you could mm-hmm. and everybody was thinking that he wanted her to say when I chose Wanik, because I should have chosen Guanhee. And he wanted that validation again and again and again. And she was not giving in. She was not going to give in. Not and I this just time. love her answer because it was so surprising. And Guanhee was so taken aback. <laughs> she says, hmm, I would go back to the first day. Which is a great answer because it could mean like it was a good experience, you know, a new experience, didn't know anyone. It's open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. And that's what she gave it. she regretted choosing Guanti and would have rather chosen someone else. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And, and I feel like maybe that's the way that Guanti took it because he was so taken aback. He was like, really? Well, he looked really hurt <laughs> by that answer. I thought he was hurt because he was expecting her to say Wanik, the Paradise Day, mm-hmm. and getting validation from that. So when he didn't get it, he was like, I thought he was hurt even more than usual because it made him even more introspective afterwards. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he really retreated into himself afterwards. He was mm-hmm. looking off into the distance and really thinking. Yeah. Like, you could tell he was really thinking hard and he wasn't as playful. He was really serious. And I think because she said the first day, he had to really think about what she had to go through. Like, her choosing him and then her entire journey. Like, why would she choose the first day? Like, what would she change? on this whole journey and he had to really think about those things yeah that makes sense he also when he also asked Hisong 
Um, so it was oh, wait, actually no. Seon. Seon, you're right. And it was so interesting because Seon says, hey, so Hison, was there a moment um, where someone made your heart flutter? And his son was like, oh, like, does it have to be a guy? And she's like, yes, a guy. <laughs> I love that she clarified. Yeah. And she says, I can't think of anything. And Wonghee looks so pissed. I know. Which I was shocked by her answer, too. Because I would have thought she had butterflies a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And in her individual interview, she obviously sees right through Guanhee. And she's like, you know, I know he wanted me to say mm-hmm. the time I picked Wanik, but I wasn't going to give him that satisfaction. So we knew that she saw for right the first him. question. For the Not first for the question. butterflies one. Yeah. yeah. And I think even for the butterflies, she didn't want to give him the satisfaction or the validation that yeah. he really, really, really wanted from her. Yep. Oh my god. And then they go around and like toast. And I, okay, so his son started crying. I know. Thinking, and I, I cried. Did you no cry? Way. I was so emotional. I don't know why. But then one, he teared up too. It's because, like, it's because his son is so cheerful and she's never cried. And her crying is not like Minji's crying. Yeah. And I can't really describe exactly how they're different, but. Hisan's crying just, like, tears your soul. Like, her lips were kind of, like, fluttering. Like, you can tell that she's holding back tears, but then she couldn't, and it kind of let it all out. Yeah, and also, like, Hisan was crying because it was such a good experience, yes. and it was about to be over, and yeah. the idea that this moment is never going to happen again. I know, it's so sad. And I think that's also why Guanhee teared up, too, like, thinking back to his connections yeah and thinking how he has to go back to reality and training really hard next week like yeah what a magical moment well the other part of it i wonder if he also realizes that she or he has also hurt people during this process especially hassan by being so wishy-washy about things yeah maybe Maybe. Who knows? Because maybe he's only crying because she's crying. Because can you imagine? I was thinking is that he likes her so much because he's very empathetic towards her. Mm -hmm. When she got dirt off the game, he's like patting it off of her. So I felt like that's why he cried when she cried. Yeah. Because not, I don't think anyone else cried. He's never cried when Minji cried. But when Hisong cried, that's the only time that he has cried. Yeah. It was so beautiful. I was like, oh my god. I think the bonfire parts are always my favorite because by that time, they're all such close friends. And you can tell that their emotions are so real. (sighs) I know. And then, yeah. So after the bonfire, Guanhee and Hisong talk. And he reveals to her that basically he had chosen someone. But when when he was asked earlier if he made a decision... He didn't really want to speak about his feelings, so he answered, like, I haven't made up my mind yet. Exactly. He's finally gotten smarter. Because a few episodes ago, he would have just (laughs) spilled his entire guts and been too honest. Right. And I, this was so beautiful, honestly. He tells Hison that she's, like, the kindest person, and he's learned so much from her. And... It did kind of sound like a breakup speech. Yeah. Because it was like, you're such a great person. And I've learned so much from you. Like, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. You know? And they cried again. And he even tells her, like, our time here meant, my time with you meant more than with anyone else. (gasps) 
Oh, it's so beautiful. And I love it because he commented on her character. Yes. Because Minji is his ideal type. And when you think of ideal type, you do think of physical attributes. But when he's talking to Hesan, he is telling her, I think your soul is beautiful. I think you're such a nice person. And it's not talking about her looks at all. And I Mm -hmm. just feel that that's even more meaningful. So... After this conversation, the women um, panel, the women panelists thought that he was going to choose his song. And yes. all the men thought this was a breakup speech. Oh, my God. And that he was going to dump her. Yeah. And I was like, well, I still thought he, I did think this sounded like a breakup speech, but I still thought he was going to choose her. What did yeah. you think? I thought even before going into episodes 10 and 11, I thought he was going to choose his song. Yeah. It just seems like their connection is deeper than all his other connections. Yes. And especially Minji. Because I think if Hadron was actually a strong, like if their connection was as strong as in the beginning, then I would be a little bit more confused. But because it's between Hesan and Minji, (laughs) I just think that Minji's connection with Guanhee is so superficial. There's nothing you can really build upon on that. And so it's just not comparable to Hassan's. That's what I thought too. Yeah, because I was thinking the exact same thing. Like if Hajjong was in the equation, I would be more torn as a viewer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so final decision. This time it's different from like some other times. They have one person stand up mm-hmm. and then all the people interested go up to the person. Yes. And yes. then the person chooses who they choose. Mm-hmm. So first up we have Jin Suk. He goes to the middle and stands. And then, dun, 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 Min Young goes to him. And of course, they choose each other and walk off into the cute. distance. That I was like cute. And then, secondly, we have Gyuri. She stands up, stands in the middle, and the only person that goes to her is Minkyu. And of course, they had to pan to Minwoo and give us that, like, oh, is he going to go or not? Of course, of he's course not. Of course, he's not no going to go. Way. After that last conversation, he's probably walking the other way. No way. And then Seon stands in the middle and the guys are able to go towards her and it's Minwoo, of course, and Wanik. And obviously she chooses Minwoo. There's, these are like no-brainers. These are no-brainers. Yeah. And the saddest thing was Wanik had to walk back to the <laughs> seats and sit with the rest of the people. Because usually they, like, stand there alone or they, like, walk off into the distance alone. But he had to, like, make the trek all the way back to the seats and sit down. I was kind of sad. Yeah, that happens to all the people who didn't get picked. At the end, they had panel to them, <laughs> like, sitting alone on the island. That was kind of mean, I thought. So- and then Guan He is there. And the announcers are like, okay, all the girls who are interested in Guan He, please make your way towards him. The first person who stands up, Minji. Of course, she's wearing this beautiful orange dress and she makes her way in front of him. And then secondly, Hajong stands up. And we're like, of course. And Hajong knows she's not going to be picked, but she still will go with her gut. I love that about her. I know. And then it seems like that's it. No one else is standing up. I'm like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then finally, so... 
one, he was like looking to his son, being he's like, like, "What's going on?" He's like, where is she? Like, are you really not gonna come? And then she finally stands up and starts walking towards him. And as soon as he sees her, he looks so relieved. He yes. lets out a sigh. He's like, "Because oh, he looked so finally. concerned before." I know. Oh, that was so sweet. Um. Anyways, of course he chose his song. He chose his song. No one besides maybe Minji was surprised. The thing is, the moment he chose Hesan, Minji looked shocked. She said, <laughs> she literally said, I can't believe this. I'm so shocked. <laughs> like, she's what? like Hobbin. Like, how? They're so delusional. Like, she's talking to ha Jong, and ha Jong is not saying anything because I think ha Jong knew that yeah. Guan Ti was going to choose Hesan. But the entire time, Minji was like, how could this? This is unbelievable. I can't believe this. Like, could you believe this? And Hajan doesn't reply because she obviously knows that that was the end game. Yeah. But I, it was the fact that she really thought she was going to get picked. I do feel bad for her because, of course, if someone tells you you're their ideal type, you wouldn't expect any less. I agree. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Habin chose Hajong, but... I yeah. Mean. The problem is that he doesn't even get to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, they just pan to all the losers. I mean, single people. And then they pan all the way out of the island. It's like they're stuck there forever. Oh, no. <laughs> so, what did you think of the season? I really like the season. I think, overall, I would give it a solid B. Okay, I can I, go with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's an A-plus season, to mm-hmm. be honest, but there were A-plus moments. Yeah. I feel like there wasn't enough drama, and I didn't like how it was set up. Yes. Like, I, I don't d- like the two Infernos. I agree. I don't like how people just got to pick Paradise. I wish they were more matched in terms of the Paradise States. Like, Sion and Moon never even got to go, because, you know, that was really annoying to me. Um, and Guanhee's antics... The fact that that was the most entertaining part of the season was kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish there was something more drama, more interesting. But it is what it is. Yeah. And um, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Because at the beginning, I was really unsure of the new formats and the yeah. new people. And I feel like they really didn't connect with each other as much or as fast as other seasons. But towards the end, I really started liking everybody even guan he i was like you know i'm really annoyed at you but at the end i was like okay he's okay he's he's like fine pathetics you kind of have to like him yeah he's still endearing yes exactly oh one other thing that i also didn't like as much from this season last season i just felt like last season had a lot more like impressive resume people yes that we didn't have this season. <laughs> no so it was a lot of models actors mm-hmm. Um, I think Hesan was probably the most impressive yeah. in terms of her like background, but of course I think Guanhee's and Jinsuk. But Guanhee's also very impressive. He's a professional basketball player. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I just like I like seeing people who are really book smart on this show. Like not inter- in entertainment because like yes. games, models, actors are all in entertainment already. Right, right. I like seeing people who are not in entertainment yeah be in the space i agree so maybe next season they'll have more 
fun, diverse cast. Yeah. But also, mostly everybody were in pageants, especially the girls. Gyuri, Hajong, Seun, all three of them were in pageants. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. And and the only person who wasn't in one, I think, is Hison. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Mm-hmm. 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 And she was the best one. She was. Well, Hajong was really cool too. I like Hajong. Yeah. She's amazing. I liked Minji too. <laughs> I do like Minji, and I wish she came in earlier. I know. Because I think things would be different if she came in yeah, earlier. Yeah, like, who would Jinsuk choose? Minji, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And you can email us or follow us. So email is... TakingTheTrashPod at gmail.com. And our Instagram handle is at TakingTheTrashPod. All right. We'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.